This is Hajine no Ippo, the podcast, and this is your host, Jacob, episode 1, August 23, 2020, is the first day and inaugural episode of this podcast. Um, we will be talking everything, your one-stop shop about Hajine no Ippo, from the anime to the manga to everything. This is our intro episode. I will be talking just about a little bit my, about my experience about with this series and all that. Um, if you don't know, Hajine no Ippo is a boxing manga made uh, written by George. I'm gonna butcher, butcher his last his last name, Murakami. George Murakami, and it's a just a story about a boy named Makinochi Ippo who, you know, was a wimp. Had no direction in life, you know, helped his mother out on a fishing boat, living in Japan, you know, and discovered boxing and his journey through boxing. Um, this has been a long-running series. There's we're, We are now up to chapter 1310. So this is a long-running series. And just my background about the series, um, I've been a fan for about two years, so there are probably more fans that are more experience and have been following this series longer but you know I fell in love with it ever since I saw the Super Eye Patch Wolf video about it and him describing everything and it just the boxing has always been something that's just always interested me and you know always watching the fights with my parents and stuff it's always been something that's interested me and then what but I'm a big nerd and I always liked manga and anime and when I saw that when I saw Ippo um it just was a series that just caught my attention. I watched episode through episode. I watched all three seasons at once. You know, I think I binged it in like about two months um, time. And I just loved it from the soundtrack to everything. Uh, you know, the animation, you know, the even the gags. You know, even though they're kind of immature. And Takamura is, you know, a lot of dick jokes and stuff like that. But still, I it's funny when it's done by them. Um, so... That's my thing. And then once the anime was done, I was like, I couldn't, I, I think I spent like a month, two months just like rewatching little clips on YouTube and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I have to, I have to read the manga. I got to know what's going on. I got to see these big fights and all that. What happened ne- next to Ippo? I was, uh, before I even started watching the anime, I know, I knew I was spoiled with the CTE spoiler that he was diagnosed with CTE. And I just kind of was wondering how does he, how is how does the story lead to that and all that so there's all that so i've been reading everything um this podcast will heavily talk um at least weekly the latest chapter and then small retrospectives um from each arc and all that going back um and all that so there's all that um just to talk uh ipo is one of my favorite characters obviously takamura is a close second um with both those characters i enjoy greatly um with ipo just being you know the one who you gotta work hard to achieve the dream and takamura kind of being the gifted genius that is always trying to that's always like doesn't surprise you and pulls it out and i think two of the best fights in ipo well ipo has his main the main focus and most of his fights are great but takamura his two um his first two championship belts against uh eagle and hawk uh are some of the best ones especially in the anime i really it hit the feels and all the emotions and i just really enjoyed those two fights 
but not to say that I think Ipo has just and George uh, Moriaki has just such a great way of building characters and all that you know you have the one shot uh person that Ipo is gonna fight in the ring and he makes at least you care or see his point of view or his side of it before he they get either wrecked by Ipo or Ipo wrecks them you know you know and it's great in that aspect and that's why I love like you can have your he brings out a no-name fighter for Ipo to fight and then you kind of just spend a couple chapters or in the, in the anime a couple episodes or one episode on that person you kind of just see their side and all that you know but other notable so they're they're all great Sendo-san is also amazing in that sense with, with his rivalry and friendship with Ipo uh, with Ipo which is also as great but I think um one of the characters that uh is least liked in the series that I arc um his uh, rookie championship arc uh, I really liked and how he is a great reflection of um a dynamic a different dynamic but still similar to Ipo and Miyata's thing with his uh, rivalry with Imane and it's kind of seeing it from the not perfect side where Ipo has all these aspects of where he's gonna win most of the time but Itagaki he doesn't have that and even though he's gifted he's um totally you know has mental blocks and is like in this downward spiral and all that so I think that's great and I think what's gonna come with him and hopefully Moriaki focuses on him on more and him and the third Imani fight is gonna be something amazing because that 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 fight with him and Imani you know I didn't expect him to win and you know he just surprised the surprised me and all that so you know all the characters you know are great and I could be listing them off forever and I think we'll do more retrospectives in the future I just kind of wanted to talk some things about that but moving on um to the next section you know I kind of just want to do a brief recap of chapter 1310 so this is the fight where we're introduced to well we're not introduced to but this is the aftermath of the sendo and alf fight so sendo and alf you know very controversial fight you know a lot of i've heard a lot of people i've read a lot of people not liking it because you know send sendo's on look like he got sendo got look like he got pretty wrecked by alf in the first uh, couple rounds and then he makes that miracle comeback with the uh, goading Alfredo's, uh, uh, Alfredo Alf into the fight, into that into that counter, you know. So now it looks like Sendo will eventually be fighting Martinez, Ricardo Martinez. Um, and that is something that has, but the fight ended the way the fight ended and Sendo, Sendo won, so... We'll see. I'll save my opinions on that fight for a later thing. Uh, for a later, a recap. I do. I do need to reread those that section that arc, just to see what happened. But overall, I think the Mexican the Mexican journey arc for Ipo, which, which I'm calling it now, his trip to Mexico, is very big, and I think it's going to reignite. Whether it takes another two three years for Ipo to actually get back in the ring, 
I do believe that this uh, Mexico trip will get Ipo thinking so much more about how to train better and how to coach better and just get reinvigorate him about maybe pursuing the world, whether that just shows him what it takes and all that. I think there hasn't been enough of uh, Ipo, you know, watching Alf or Alf uh, antagonizing Ipo into wanting to join, right? So I think this is this is gonna be the first thing that kind of lights Ipo into thinking that he wants he, he wants to get back watching um, what this main chapter was all about was uh, Alfred Alfredo and his title defense match against uh, the other. Uh, featherweight champion on from the other division uh billy mccullum you know um and before i forget chapter 1310 is the is entitled the first swing and you know i think this this chapter while also introducing who um ricardo martinez's uh new new opponent's gonna be it it brings up a lot, and I uh, first I want to discuss Epo. He there's a lot of uh, rate, uh, fan audience um, of him sort of just analyzing and explaining to the wrestler friend he made in Mexico about all this analyzing and just you know feeling the aura of the ring and the how about the mi- match is going to fight. So it, it's showing that Epo is getting just more aware and. You know, all this. He's getting smarter. Hopefully, we're not going to see him face tank anymore. Hopefully, he's going to be a much smarter fighter with that. And, you know, so there's a lot of analysis from there. But I think more, more is this is a big, big, big fight to see how is it going to go. Is it going to be just Ricardo kicking ass, being the unstoppable monster that he is? Or is Billy McCollum actually going to be an actual, you know, threat to him? Is this going to at least ignite something in um, Ricardo? As as we know, we haven't seen him fight much. And, you know, and when we saw him fight at least a long fight in the anime and the manga with, uh, with Date, um, he got whooped. You know, there was no debating about this. They, he gave it his all. You know, this was the one character that we saw, the first character that Ipo lost to, um, basically the hopes of the featherweight uh, division of the Japanese people, uh, you know, the best of the best for what the Japanese saw. And he fought date once and lost. And then that second fight, he found he had every trick in the book that he had that he developed just to fight Ricardo. And he still got whooped. He his career ended after that and you know passed the ba- that baton to Ipo you know now Ipo supposedly passed it to Itagaki but you know Itagaki can't be is has no chance of making it against Ricardo and in, in for now Sendo doesn't have either I don't even think Sendo has enough to in my opinion to last more than two or three rounds it might be the same as date date just getting whooped again horribly and you know it seems kind of cliche if that's going to be the thing that brings Ipo back you know um date getting wrecked but yeah so we're, we're finding out a little bit about th- this new challenger 
uh, Billy McCollum. He was the other division, I, I think the WBC, or I forget which division is which, but Billy McCollum was the champion in there, and he he was up, he relinquished his title just to have a match with uh, Ricardo, just so so he can prove he's the strongest, because as long as Ricardo Martinez is still number one, still the champion, no one's going to ever recognize him as the strongest. Because with his 68 wins, 68 KOs, Ricardo is still number one and still will foreseeably, foreseeably be number one. And unless you beat him in this in this manga, in this universe, you're not going to be considered number one in the featherweight division. Uh, that's how powerful, that's how mythologized Ricardo Martinez is. And you're sensing that Billy McCollum has that same you know, aspirations of being number one. So he would relinquish his title and all that just to get his chance to fight um, Ricardo. And, you know, same thing with Alf. You know, after losing twice, he still wanted that third match. And that's not going to happen anymore. Supposedly, Alf has now retired after losing to Sendo. And, you know, that, that shows in itself. Ipo says, you know, this is the unofficial unification bout between Billy McCollum and uh, Ricardo Martinez. Um, interestingly, in the chapter, we see that we see some character development for Ricardo as he's feeling jealous. He's he's feeling jealous and not and feeling he's not giving honor to the ring because he can't unleash his full potential in the ring. You know, he there's an emptiness around him. He feel he felt jealous about Sendo's and uh, Alfred uh, Alfred Alf's um. Con, um boxing match before him because they literally gave it all and gave it gave gave their all and gave you know a true showing of machismo and all this um stuff to the boxing ring really honoring the sport and all that and how much they gave it all and it seems like ricardo doesn't have that he's too good you know he's too good that he can't just unleash it he's just gonna jab 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 and not take anyone seriously and he's hope he alludes to there's a slight thing that he says that like hopefully you can bring this out on me so is he alluding to sendo is he alluding to ipo like i find it hard to believe that's ipo he's alluding to he's seen a couple of his fights you know and he's shown general interest in ipo but is is that is that the case like is, does he want some, a japanese fighter does he feel like the japanese a japanese fighter is going to be the one that brings out his all you know, in that, you know, show like their undying, unwielding spirit, you know, is going to be the thing that unle that lets him unleash everything. Or more obviously, maybe he's just mentioning that Billy McCollum is going to be the one that will do this, will re re reach out. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a couple chapters long, you know, maybe this will pose a slight challenge to Ricardo. You know, this is going to be, in my opinion, is the final boss of the anime. Um for Ipo, where Ipo is gonna, it's gonna bring his all out. He's gonna bring all of it to win the featherweight champion and become champion of the world, fighting against Ricardo. Whether that's the case, but we'll we'll see. We'll see for sure. Um, you know, people say that the last fight in Ipo is gonna be a title match: Minyata versus Makinochi Ipo. I see that. I see that as that as a possibility, but I feel like their Ipo Minyata's first match was 
uh, an, an unofficial gym fight. I think it's going to end an unofficial gym fight as their third one after years of finishing their career um, together. So, and the chapter ends with uh, Ricardo and uh, Billy about squaring off and the bell about to ring. So we'll see. Next chapter, we'll see who will, who, who will, you know, who will win? Will this be a one chapter fight? Will this drag on a couple chapters? I hopefully it drags on a couple chapters. You know, I want I just want to see more of Ricardo fighting. I want to see more of his skills, more of his tactics, you know. I want to see Epo analyze. I want to see Epo um you know, take into account what world class, what number one, what the champions are, you know. Is this going to be the thing that kind of shows them a new skill? Is he going to learn more about the jab? We'll see. So this is the end of the first episode of Hajine no Ippo, the podcast. So this is my first episode. I know it's rough. I know it's not the greatest. Uh, I'm working towards it. I will try doing this once a week, uh, once every other week. We'll see how my time allots, but I do want to make this a ongoing project. Maybe also move on to YouTube videos and all that. But for now, I'll stick with the podcast um, since, you know, it's just simpler talking into a mic, um, hoping to bring other people along as well. I will uh, sooner or later set up a email address as well so I, you can all email me questions and all that. But for now, thank you and hopefully um, please return and listen to the next episode. Thank you and have a great day.